We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders they are predestined to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, this week we're going to be talking about wealth. There's a verse that really jumps out, and it's Proverbs 21.5. The plans of the diligent certainly lead to advantage, but everyone who is in a hurry certainly comes to poverty. So that's going to be a big verse that we're going to focus on. And to help walk me through this, I brought in my friend, my buddy, Andrew Sather. Andrew, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. You know, I had the lime within us in my earbuds this morning. Yep. I got some vitamin D for lunch. Nice. Got some vitamin D, not not milk, right. but sunlight. I, so I, it's a good day. I hear you, bro. I hear you. And, the, you know, for, for the lime within us listeners, you've heard our ads talking about investing for beginners. Well, and the, and the Sather Research Institute and the letter, this is the man. This is the myth. This is the legend. This is Andrew himself. So, I mean, how to get rich, it is right here, guys. So, you know, Andrew, I wrote a Bible study for the line within us, and, and I'm going to kind of go through a little section of that for you when I was talking about wealth. And I said, when it comes to wealth, there are many different ideas and images that come to mind. The Bible speaks about wealth in many areas and words such as advantage, increase, and power. You know, you, those, those words are really prevalent. And while the definition of gaining wealth varies for everybody, the core comes back to the basis that some people generally, they just, they just want to improve their lives. And some correlate wealth with that idea of rich that we're talking about today, right? And, and, and that, that's really not right. You know, some of the most miserable people in the world that I know are rich. You know, they, they have the money, but, you know, what, what lacks in their life is that joy, you know, and that is what this is all about. And, as lines, what we're trying to teach people is, you know, that peace that passes all understanding at Philippians 4, 7, that comes through that relationship with God. And we have to make sure that we're looking at it ourselves as the stewards of the money versus, you know, being the owners, you know. So I'm excited to talk to you about getting rich. And where do you think when you, when, when you know, the stuff that you're involved with, where do most people go wrong when they, and they're thinking about getting rich in general? I think we should start just with the disclaimer that I'm not like extraordinarily wealthy or right, anything right. like that. So just straight off the bat, I mean, 
I started. So my big thing is helping people get started investing. Mm-hmm. So investing is a fantastic way to build wealth because you're building passive income right. and you're letting businesses work for you. So I started just kind of helping people get started with that. And I was like, hey, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm going to blog about it. And I've been doing that for, you know, I guess seven years now plus. So, you know, been fortunate to have a podcast where people listen and they, they ask questions about, you know, what's been bothering them and and what they're trying to work on. And it's, it's amazing because you get so many spheres of people Mm -hmm. all focused towards the same goal. So Mm -hmm. our tagline for our show is your path to financial freedom. And I like the way you mentioned that when you define wealth, that can mean a lot of different things and you don't need to have a lot of money. You don't need to have a lot of digits in your digital bank right. account to be wealthy. Right. And so whether we're talking to somebody who's, you know, just starting to invest and they're happy about putting $150 a month, or even we had somebody write in the other day about being $500,000 in student loan debt, um, mm-hmm. but you know, they're were, they were going to be a doctor or a lawyer. So you have different spectrums of it. And the person who's just starting out could feel more wealthy than the person who's going to make six, seven figures, but has these mountains of debt. So, you know, one of the big things is, um, in the Bible, it says the borrower is slave to the lender. Mm -hmm. And that can be so, so true. And it can really rob a lot of the peace that you should have in your life. If you have way too much debt. No doubt. I mean, it's, it's as much coaching as I've done. I use that verse all the time, Proverbs 22, seven. I mean, cause it's, I've met with people all over the country and the debt, like, it's funny how, you know, with the income, that, that six figures that you're talking about. I mean, I've coached people who make six figures and they're living paycheck to paycheck and can't cover a $400 emergency. Right. I mean, believe it. like, yeah. how is that possible? You're making like almost 200 K but you can't cover $400 emergency. Well, it's because, you know, the, the way the world teaches us, you know, being rich and we need this now and I don't need to wait. And I just, I, what I, I deserve this. So I'm going to do it because I deserve it. No matter if I had the liquid in the bank or not. Uh, and the, and the lenders these days, I mean, basically you got a heartbeat, you can get a loan. I mean, it's, it's just, it's crazy, you know, what's out there. So it's just like, you know, with that money, just, it really, the expenses just, they outpace it. And I even was coaching as recently as this week. And the, the, the couple I was working with, they'd never done a budget. And so they sit down and they told me, they're like, look, cars aren't going anywhere. So don't even talk to us about the cars. I was like, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I was like, all right, so just do me a favor, do your budget and then hit me up in a week. So they, they did their budget and I, and I met with them. And between when we met, the first week. And when we met a week later, they had already sold one car because <laughs> they just, they just realized, right. I mean, it's like, you know, you're not going to get rich. You're not going to build wealth. If you have that debt, if you're tied to that, to that, uh, to that payment, man. I mean, it reminds me, it's somewhat timely for me because my car just got told. Right. So I've been kind of poking around online to see my different options and, Somewhere I saw an article, they said, you know, the second biggest expense you're going to have is going to be your vehicle Mm -hmm. house being number one. So it does, it is a big decision that you might not feel it every day, but you make that decision and then you live with it for five years or however long the loan is. And that eats into really how much freedom you might feel. Um, 
one of the big things I know, uh, we've talked in the past, you talked about your love of vehicles. Yeah. I had a, I had a pretty cool, uh, new truck in the past and I was able to afford it at the time. Right. The problem is, is there was no margin of safety there. Mm. So Murphy's law, if something goes wrong, something will. So I had something happen in my life where this huge car payment all of a sudden is not working right. for me because my situation completely mm -hmm. changed. And so that was, that was something where I wish I would have been more conservative because once you're trying to get out of a vehicle, right. you could go underwater on it because of the depreciation. Right. So it's something that it's very easy to get sucked into this idea. Like I'm going to, I'm going to use all the bar, all the borrowing capacity that the bank That's gives right. me that they're happy to oh, give yeah. us. And it's very hard. And even now when I'm looking at cars, I'm like, well, maybe can I bump this up a little yep. more, you know, and it, it just keeps going. And and you really need to be intentional about, I'm going to set a limit on yep. this. Otherwise, if you just kind of be nonchalant about it, you'll be shocked how much money you'll throw away just because you didn't have the discipline yep. to, to put some limits on yourself. And I think that's some of the tools that Satan uses. I mean, he, mm. the, the contentment. Why, I mean, why is it so hard for guys to, to be content? Well, because we look around at all whatever, what all the other guys got, you know, and if you can find that contentment in your heart, that that brings you that peace that passes all understanding that I was talking about. And, and I've had to come. Mm -hmm. It's taken a long time and I'm not there yet by any means. Of being, you know, I, sometimes, you know, you go on Instagram and, you know, we're, we're still growing with the line within us and you can pay yourself to other podcasts or other shows, or other followers and the numbers game and all that stuff. And, and, and I think that drives a lot of, of a thinking out there of, you know, I want to be the biggest, I want to be the best and I deserve it now versus slow down, you know, build it the right mm -hmm. way, build it the godly way. And then, you know, if you put, if you keep God in a box and you keep thinking that you got to do, you're going to do this on your own, he's not going to act. But as soon as you just give up that control, it's amazing what happens. It is amazing. And I think something that maybe you might not think about is when you kind of let go mm -hmm. of that idea that I need to optimize everything, I need to be perfect, I need to always be achieving, right. that's where you get a lot of the freedom. And, and you can't get there unless you kind of trust and just let go of it a little yeah. bit. And that's so hard to do in our it culture. Is. And I think, you know, go back to, you know, where do most people think about you go in their mind about getting rich. Social media drives a lot of it. So if you're if you're on it and and hey, the line within us is on it. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that I'm not on social media, okay? Because that's going to be a complete lie. But you need to make sure your filters are up, and like you need to be thinking about, you know, what are you, what are you looking for on social media? What are you comparing to? I mean, and it's and remember what's out there. It's the best of the best. You know, you never see anybody posting pictures of of their family when they're like in a meltdown, they're always like right. perfect smiles. And, you know, we're at a theme park and everybody's happy, but not like two minutes later when like little Johnny dropped his ice cream cone and lost his mind, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to send that picture. Right. <laughs> so you got to keep right. that in mind. <laughs> you do. And there is a reason why they call it the rat race, yeah. because whatever step you're behind that you're looking to achieve, yep. Trust me, once you hit that step, there's always the next step. And it, it even if you have a successful business, there's always going to be a peer right. who maybe started later than you, got successful faster than you. And then you look at what they're doing and you're like, wow, I wish I was talking to these people or I wish I was accomplishing that. Right. How can they do that in such a quick time? It, it literally never ends. It does. 
And that's why it's, it's, it's so hard to, to achieve. That's why you do need things other than, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard to do with your own willpower. You wonder if, if most people can, I know I can't. I know. I know it. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it'd be cool to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple, Spotify, Google, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcast isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their messages out to the world. Let's create something great together. Visit thelionwithin.us slash buzz to let Buzzsprout know we sent you, and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. That's thelionwithin.us slash buzz. So we were talking a little bit about the desire, you know, what our hearts want, you know, and as we think about it, Andrew, I know there are a lot of verses that come to mind, but, you know, at the core of our, of the issue is, you know, think through why are our desires self-serving, you know, where it's all about us so much, right? For sure. It can, it can totally be that way. The thing about, this is true about money. It's true about time. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be trade-offs. And so, Again, going back to that idea of there being a rat right. race, there's always going to be more things that you can accumulate. There's always going to be more vacations you can go on, cooler vacations you can right. go on. And you really have to decide what is most important to me and, mm -hmm. and trying to maybe keep, even keep the end game in mm -hmm. mind. Um, I love to golf, uh, but at the same time, like I understand that I'm never going to be on the PGA Tour so why would I put like tens of thousands of dollars into equipment, right, right. you know, at a certain point I have to be like, I'm gonna put a limit on myself where I'm not going to be out there every single day, right? right? Nine to five. And I'm not going to spend like a crazy amount of money on something that could be stewarded towards something more productive. Yeah. yeah. And you have to put that limit there because it's not going to naturally happen if you just kind of let it go. And you know, Oh, you know what? I'm doing better today. I, I shot better this week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to upgrade. It's death by a thousand cuts. And you really have to put a limit there. And that's really hard. It is hard because we don't have that self-discipline because as guys, I mean, we, we want the biggest, we want the best. Yes. Of course we want leather seats. Yes. We want all the stuff. You know what I mean? Are you kidding me? Come on. So, you know, I think there was, there was a, a verse Proverbs 21, 17 just jumped out. You know, he who loves pleasure will become a poor man. And he who loves wine and oil will not become rich. I mean, that's 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 spot on for from your heart because what your heart desires, if it's not of things of the Lord, uh, it could just be leading you down a path that that definitely doesn't align with what He wants you to go, and very likely He's not going to bless you there. I mean, it, it may be fun in the moment, but uh, that's why we need to make sure. I, I I often go back; it's a heart issue. It, I mean, what, what are you working for? Mm -hmm. Right. Are you working for empty pursuits or are you working, you know, in the, in the case of somebody with like a nine to five, uh, are you working for financial freedom so you can flex on Instagram? Are you working for financial freedom so that 
you can have that feeling of peace where if stuff gets rough at your job, you're, you're able to have options. And then, you know, that, that both of those paths kind of take two different strategies in Mm -hmm. a way. I mean, um, if you're trying to just accumulate stuff to flex on Instagram, you probably might work yourself to the bone. Whereas if you're looking for something more on a peace of mind, kind of to get to that peace of mind, you're going to have to put those limits on some of your desires. Like I was saying, you're going to have to say, you know what? I'm not going to be able to have as cool of a car or as be as far along in this pursuit. But the trade-off with that is a peace of mind and and this cushion, this margin of safety that I'm going to have more freedom and more peace because I, I told myself that I'm going to, I'm going to stop the rat race right Right. here. I won't go any further than that. And that's, that's really hard. And I love the margin of safety. I mean, you've mentioned that margin of safety a couple of times. I I think that's speaks to the way a Christian man really needs to be thinking about it. I mean, there, there's one thing to be, you know, uh, too cautious. I mean, there, at, obviously at some point, you know, you need to lean in. If God's telling you to do something, you need to, to take that leap of faith. But at the same time, when you're building wealth and you're trying to, to, to get to that next level in your life from a, from an income or, or standpoint, that margin of safety is something to really consider. So I love that, that you have that in place. Did you, did, I, I hear you talk about that a lot with, on your other show. That, is that something that you guys came up with? No, not at all. Um, there's this guy, Warren Buffett. Oh yeah. Just that guy. I think a lot of people are yeah, familiar yeah, with that, him. Just, just him. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he really like made that concept popular and he took it from, uh, his teacher in school. His name was Benjamin yep. Graham, another like wildly successful investor. And so a lot of these concepts, when you start learning about wealth, just kind of in general and how to build it and how to mm-hmm. keep it and how to invest it nothing is new under the sun. It's, it's really all the, all the same kind of principles that are not as exciting to maybe think or talk about, but they do work. And there's a reason why it's been passed down from Buffett. Buffett's like over 90 years old now. And his, his teacher was obviously even older than that. Similar concepts, margin of safety, it it applies to stocks and it applies to your personal finances too. Right. And I think I even heard one time, uh, Ramsey, he was talking about the greatest business book that he's ever read for for building wealth was the, the uh, tortoise and the hare, you know, because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, the, the tortoise always wins. But it's because that consistency, you know, over time and just being being patient, being consistent, but always showing up. And I think that just speaks to a lot of things in life in general, uh, you know, but for, from a building wealth standpoint you know, compound interest doesn't work until you get started. Right. I mean, so that's, that's something for you there. hundred percent. And if you think about like, when do we feel like we can make a lot of progress with our finances? Mm-hmm. It's whenever you get that big bonus right. or, you know, whenever you get some windfall or, or you feel like, all right, I was able to cut on my, on my restaurant budget this month. Right. But those are all just kind of temporary one-time things. I mean, how many times you get a budget in a year, uh, a bonus in right. a year? Probably not more, probably not more than once or twice. So where that wealth gets built is through the 12 months of the year, not just one or two where you're getting a bonus. And so you need to, you need to set that habit because that's the only way you'll continuously put the stepping stones in place that you need. And you're, you're all over the word I was going to habits. I mean, that's it. You know, it's not, it's just not rocket science, you know, so so far as, you know, becoming rich or wealthy, whatever you, whatever your desire is, but you got to have the good habits. And that takes intentionality and you got, you can't just turn a blind eye. 
And you need to start asking a lot of questions, asking a lot of questions of your, of yourself too. Cause I love how you went to, you know, that desire party. Are, are you trying to get those likes on Instagram? Or are you actually trying to, to grow wealth, to support your family, to leave that legacy? You know, so I think that heart's desire is so critical. Mm, yeah, for sure. So I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break and we'll jump back in and we're going to talk a little bit about patience. Cause I know our, our, our listeners out there love hearing about that when it comes to uh, getting rich, right? <laughs> <laughs> everybody right. we'll be right back guys at the line within us we discuss wealth a lot and our sponsor at investing for beginners provides great resources for those wanting to take their knowledge of investing to the next level their monthly research e-letter is the best way to learn about the market and apply insight to begin growing your wealth the newsletter tracks the founder's journey of managing a portfolio and shares how the decisions are made. For the beginning investor, this could be a great way to learn how to get started with investing from a company that is putting their money where their mouth is. I've been subscribing to their e-letter for quite some time, and it's something I look forward to every month, and I've learned a ton. They're a conservative group with an emphasis on a margin of safety. The Lion Within Us listeners can receive 15% off the monthly e-letter by visiting thelionwithin.us slash IFB, that's Investing for Beginners, and using the promo code LION at checkout. That's thelionwithin.us slash IFB, and use promo code LION to receive 15% off your monthly research e-letter. Let's talk about patience. So we're trying to figure out how to get rich. So why in the world will we be bringing up patience? Well, guys, guys, you got to have some patience. I mean, really, this this thing doesn't happen overnight. We live in that world where it's, we need it now. You know, the, the everybody tells us we want it now. The credit card companies tell us they want it now. You go get a mortgage, and for instance, they're going to tell you that you're approved for, let's say that you're looking for a $300,000 house. And you may get approved for 500000 well, the realtors and all those guys, they just want to show you 500000 They don't want to even think about the three, even though you've set your rules. So to Andrew's point, you set those boundaries. You define those. You don't let the institutions and the lendings and all that stuff, you know, tell you tell you that. You have to set those rules. And then you have to, to execute some patience to be able to stick to it and follow through and understand that it's going to take time. It is going to take time. Nobody wants to hear it. Um, we see it a lot with what we do and we study the stock market a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how much that all kind of flows together with people's personal finances mm -hmm. because it's, uh, it's kind of all tied to the economy. And the thing about the economy is it's not a binary black or white. It's always, it moves in cycles like the seasons. Mm -hmm. So you have times when things are good and mm -hmm. business is booming. And then you have times where things kind of collapse and that's where you need that margin of safety. Mm -hmm. I mean, engineers don't build a bridge to say, Hey, you know, as long as we don't get too many cars to go on the bridge today, we're yeah. going to be fine. They do it in case the whole bridge is jammed up. And so if we know the economy is like the seasons, we know winter is coming. So if you don't have that margin of safety, again, you're too leveraged out and it's going to, it's going to hurt when things do change and turn the other way. It's hard because Again, when business is booming, it seems like everyone around you is making money. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. Maybe it seems like a long time ago because it was over a decade, a decade and a half ago, where everybody was buying real estate because everybody said it, it can't go any more than straight up. Mm -hmm. You had people getting three mortgages, four mortgages, five mortgages, and that worked because real estate was booming for 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 
several years, many years, and people, a lot of people were making money. And like you said, the, the lenders are just going to give out mm-hmm. whatever they can to, to get their commissions. And so the people who got caught up in that, who looked around and said, man, this guy just made a hundred thousand in like two months flipping his house. Right. You know, they get, you get caught up in that mentality and you think, well, I should be making 200,000 in two months. And then you do, and maybe you do become successful for a while, but the seasons will change. And sure enough, what happened back then with real estate, it all collapsed. The people with three, four, five mortgages were the ones who were burned the most. A lot of them had to start over. Right. You know, imagine starting your whole life over in your 30s or 40s. And so, you know, that same thing is not just with real estate. It happens all of the time in the stock market. And that means it happens all of the time with people's finances too. Yeah. And so we need to be cognizant. Whatever the latest get rich quick scheme is today, yeah. it's going to collapse because again, winter is coming and you have to put that, put that limit on yourself to say, I'm going to stay patient because it might take me longer, but it's sustainable right. versus somebody who might do it in a couple months and then have to start over. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I'm think, thinking right now of a fish hook and I don't even know why, mm. but like, <laughs> Cause I, I have one right here behind my monitor, maybe because and just think about it. I mean, it looks flashy. I mean, they're awesome looking. There's a lot of glitter on them and, and going through the water. It really looks cool until you're that fish that grabs a hold of it. And you find out there's a hook in it, you know, and you sometimes with these things that are out there, and there's so many things out there. I mean, if you follow any investing outside of Andrew, what he's doing, you know, you guys really walk that, that, that rope on, on making sure it's, it's a good investment that is conservative, that we're following, you know, good principles, but there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, if you just, just click in what NFT and start looking for some of that stuff for Bitcoin and all these, I mean, you can really get sucked into like, well, this person made $40,000 in a week. Why can't I, you know, and that, and then the devil starts working on your heart. And that's where I want to go back to one of the verses that, that we talked about it too, is Proverbs twenty twenty one that inheritance gained and hurriedly in the beginning will not be the blessed in the end, you know? It is. You have to be really careful because um, I think it was either Warren Buffett or his partner, Charlie Munger. Mm -hmm. He said, um, out of all the deadly sins, envy is the only one where you don't get to have any fun. And when you're always constantly, (laughs) he said it, I didn't say it. Right. (laughs) That's right. Uh, You know, he's, he, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's that thing where you're not going to be happy if you're constantly trying to be the fastest one down the finish line. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be someone faster. And out of those big stories where you hear one person who made like a million dollars, right? 99 of them didn't make a thing or right. lost a ton of money. And right. you're only going to hear about the one, obviously. Right. That's right. So you, you, you just have to kind of put your blinders on in that case and say, you know what, I'm going to do the things that I can control, which right. is... Leave me a margin of safety in my budget, have a habit where I'm putting money in and I'm saving and investing that mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, trust God to, to do the rest. That's it. That's it. But doing that, Andrew, it takes a lot of discipline, man. I mean, you have that, that's, that's not, that's not, you know, that's not how we're wired. I don't think at the Gators, there's, there's a lot that has to be learned. And I think wisdom comes with that. And again, um, maybe surrounding yourself with people and ideas that align with where you're trying to go. So, you know, you have to just be so careful. That's why I'm so big on what, you know, how you guys are promoting investing and that margin of safety and the 
the slow and steady and making sure you're evalu- evaluating your different options the right way because we're just not disciplined, period. So many of us, and I'm speaking for myself too, put a bag uh, of, of M&Ms in front of me and watch the discipline go out the window. I mean, it's just, it's not going to happen, right? So it's just sometimes we have to be very cognizant and aware. Yeah, I mean, I fall victim to it too. I, I fall in love with super complex um, concepts mm-hmm. and it's almost like a puzzle to me that I want to solve. Right. And NFTs and crypto is super, super fascinating. But that said, you know, you, you got to separate what's exciting from what, whether you're actually going to put most of your time and your money into those right. are investments. And to a certain extent, you only get some of those things once. Right. So you do have to be careful. And I, I very much like the idea you brought up about having a lot of people to kind of lead you along the way right? and keep you focused to stay disciplined. It is a process. I mean, you're not going to listen to this episode and then be completely set on your way. And, and, you know, suddenly you're on the perfect path to financial freedom. It's a process. It takes steps. And when I look back over, it's been a long journey and I'm still on it, obviously. I, I think most people will be for their whole life. There's always been either big sacrifices I've had to make or uh, people I've had to listen to and and try to get their common sense and their wisdom. Right. And a lot of that for me has come through podcasts, actually. Before yeah. I had a podcast, I was a podcast listener. Yeah. And I still do to some extent. And so you, you kind of have to intentionally plug into that stuff right. and take it seriously. Right. And realize you're going to make mistakes. I mean... I, that truck example I gave you yep. was five, six years into my journey already, where I was already saying, this is my goal. You know, I'm going to make progress. I made a bunch of progress and then it was two steps forward, one step back. Right. But that's just the reality of it. And that's why it's a path and it's not yep. a prescription. That's right. Oh, that's good. Path, not a prescription. <laughs> that, man, that's t-shirt worthy right there, buddy. That's awesome. But I tell you what, I mean, you know, so far as who you strand yourself with, the the types of content you listen to, I'm if if, if you guys take anything from this conversation, I, this is real. You need to make sure the people that that are around you that you are allowing to speak into your life align, and they know they know your values. You need to have some common values because if they're drowning in debt, and this is nothing more than a me too show, you're just going to end up being in debt. You know, so I mean, I'm not saying that you have to you know walk away from all your friends, but you may need to walk away from some of them. I mean, it's just like if they don't align with where you're going, you know, following the Lord, uh, you know, Jesus says you need to talk to him about it. And then at some point you have to dust your feet and walk away. And that's a decision you're going to have to make, you know, because building wealth, if you're taking a position of it's going to take time, I need to be, I need to make sure my my desires are right. I need to be very disciplined and I need to be patient. Not all your buddies are going to align with that. (laughs) You know, some are going to challenge it really hard and you need to be man enough to say, you know what? I don't agree. And this is how I'm going to lead my family. And that can be a, a hard line to draw in the sand for a lot of guys. Cause you know, we, they've been our buddies and we don't want to hurt their feelings, but at the same time, you are the only one that's responsible for you and your family. You know, it, it's up to you to make that decision. Yeah. I mean, a lion doesn't get through life without fighting. Right. Right. And you, you mentioned that verse about if you have a love of, food, a love of wine. Mm-hmm. So if you got, if you got buddies who are always wanting to drink and, and spend a ton of money at the bar, is that a decision you got to make? Right. You know, it's like, do I want to do this every weekend? Same thing with food. It's like, 
do I want to spend hundreds of dollars every weekend to keep these friends or are they friends that I just got to say goodbye to? That's, those are some hard choices, but you know, it's not easy to, to make some of these choices. Yeah. Last uh, example on that, you know, from a health standpoint, you know, if you're trying to get, get healthy, trying to work on it, you know, trying to maybe whatever those goals are, lift more, lose weight, eat better. You know, if you surround yourself with people who are at least encouraging you, you know, the, the likelihood of you sticking with it and having those cheerleaders, that, that's that's increasing. But, you know, if your buddy's always got Cheeto greased hands, you know, <laughs> he's telling you that you're a moron, you know, is that, that's probably not the best person that you're allowed to speak into your life, you know. So it's just you got to, to keep that in mind because I think so often we we just we let our guards down and we're too um, – we, we have too loose a filter on who we let speak into our life. And I think we really need to be careful there, guys, because, you know, Satan, you know, he, he's described as a wolf. I mean, he is out there. He is, he is roaming and he's looking for kinks in your armor. So you got to keep the guard up. Got to keep the guard up. You do, especially in this day and age where anybody could say something controversial and become right. ultra, ultra famous just because they're, they know how to be controversial. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you what. Well, that's why I like, that's why, sorry to yep, interrupt. Ahead. That's why I like what you're doing with your show. Cause a lot of it ties in together, this whole health, wealth, self kind of concept. Right. It really, you get, it's, it's, so it's hard to build wealth if you're tired all the time or if you're burning the candle at both ends. Right. These, these choices you make in other areas of your life do have an impact on your wealth, whether you like it or not. And that's not an easy thing to kind of come to grips to. And right. You know, it's it's a hard conversation sometimes you have to have with yourself. But again, going back to trade-offs, is it worth worth changing some habits in your life to see other parts of your life flourish? Right. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, Andrew, let's take our last break and then we're gonna come back and we'll give we'll give these guys a few more warnings and and a call to action. We are proud to be sponsored by FMG Financial Hope. They provide financial coaching support, and Lions recognize that wealth is a core area that we all want to focus on. Their coaching process gives you a trained set of eyes that will be focused on three things. First, understanding your situation. Second, providing information that is specifically tailored to help you. And third, they inject hope. Good coaches teach the fundamentals of the game, but great coaches motivate. And winning with finances is possible for everyone. And FMG Financial Hope can get you there. So if you find yourself tired of running out of money before the month ends, never getting ahead with finances, or if you're just tired of living paycheck to paycheck, FMG Financial Hope can provide the support you need to start your path towards financial freedom. Visit thelionwithin.us slash FMG to learn more. We're working our way towards the end here with Andrew. This has been a wonderful conversation with him. But I want to talk with you, Andrew, a little bit. Let's, let's give our guys out there some some tips, some ideas. You know, okay, we want to build wealth. And let's say we got their head nodding that we're going to be patient. We're going to be disciplined. You know, we're going to take our time. We're going, we're going to evaluate things the right way. Where do I need to go? What do I need to start thinking about to really get on a good path? That's tough. I mean, I guess everybody's kind of going to be in their different stages of that. Mm-hmm. I think the things we've covered are really, really key because um, 
you got to have that foundation. And if you're, if you feel like you're lacking in a knowledge perspective, well, make that one of your habits that, you know what, I'm going to invest 10 minutes, half hour, an hour a week learning what I don't know about wealth. And there's all, all kinds of aspects of wealth. There's making it, there's saving it, and there's investing it. Right. And all three of those are important. They yeah. are. And so don't try to tackle them all at once if you feel like you don't know anything. But you got to go after it. You got to walk down the path. Nobody's going to walk it down for you. Right. Right. And I guess one thing I'll tell you guys right out the gate, just because I've seen so many people make this, make this mistake, winners keep score. And you got to start keeping score out, you know, and understand when I say keep score, you need a budget, <laughs> you know, you got to need a, you need to have a budget in place. You know, and you may not be ready to be, to start investing, to bar, to start building wealth right now. That's okay. You know, you, your goals are different. Your goals may need to be, you know, you got a lot of student loan debt. That may be the big goal in front of you that God wants you to tackle. So you'll tackle that one. You'll have time to build wealth and to be rich later. But if you, you really need to make sure your heart is aligned with what God wants you to go, and then you really need to put some places in, 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 in place to be some, well, some practices in place rather, so that you can make sure that you can keep track of your progress. Because I think as guys, we need some, somewhat of a scoreboard. Because scoreboard. I mean, think about it. You throw a bunch of guys together, and Andrew, you've probably been there. You throw us together on a, in a basketball gym, and you give us a basketball are we just going to shoot and play horse? <laughs> no, we're going to freaking keep score, right? <laughs> we're going to see who wins. There will be and a winner. Win. Yeah, and I'm going to win. <laughs> That's right. I want to win, you know? <laughs> and I think we want to win with our uh, with our finances, too, and we want to build that wealth. So if you want to win, you keep that mentality, and but track it. You know, it's it's your personal journey. So so put some checks in place to go out there and track how you're building wealth. Make The, the goals Andrew was talking about. Write them down. There's something to be said about writing a goal down that makes it a little more real. You know, if it's in your head, it's just, it's there. But when it's in on paper, maybe you even have a, a date on it where you're, you, you're working towards, you know, hey, the next 60, 90 days, I want to accomplish this. All of a sudden, it all starts clicking together. It does. Somehow, like, things can align. I mean, I can look back several times of when I've written something down and it's like, well, I don't even know if I'll get there. And right. then you do. And you're like, wow, that was cool. Yeah. I mean, to the point, sometimes I've been afraid to write stuff down because for me personally, once I write it down, it's, I got to do it. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> all right, I need to be real careful about what I write down here because all of a sudden it got, it got really real. But you know, I, I just a little bit, but seriously, I mean, I think we need to do that. It's, if we're going to, if we're going to be able to go out there and build wealth, and be a good steward of God, of what he's, of his provisions. You know, we need to take that seriously. And we need to, to not just be flying by the seat of our pants, not worrying about the Joneses, because as, as I've reminded you guys plenty of times, the Joneses are broke. Focus on you and, and build wealth the right way. Know it's going to take time. Know you need to be disciplined and make sure your heart's desired in the right order. So, Andrew, what, what are your final thoughts, man? Yeah, I like that idea. Build it in the right way. That's really going to be the only sustainable way. Right. Uh, I'll give like two kind of quick tips. Okay. Um, one's kind of like from my entrepreneurial background and one's just a general personal finance thing. Sure. And they both kind of tie in together. So I would say like the first thing is you got to pay yourself first. And so what that means is you need to 
if, if you, if you have like these goals that are just so it's like, man, I'm not going to crawl out of this hole for 10 years, just start putting some money now. And, and right. I always talk about recommending $150 a month as something that's, I mean, it's not much more than people pay for a cell phone. Right. Right. And so if you can figure out how to afford the cell phone, you should be able to figure out how to afford something like 150 bucks because you'd be surprised even starting young when you feel like you have no money. Right. You let 150 bucks a month compound over time. And the math behind it's just astronomical. Right. It's like pushing a snowball down a hill. It, you, you set the, the effort in there and then it, it really becomes a flywheel that works on its own after that. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, try, just, just try something. Don't, don't let yourself get paralyzed, put a little bit in and, and see what, you know, what the stock market's all about. It's a great way to build wealth. Yep. The other thing I would say is time is, is something I think that's not really thought about when it comes to wealth. Right. And, you know, I, I can do things all the time. And as a, as somebody who's like an entrepreneur, I, I probably don't do a great job of this sometimes of wasting time when you shouldn't be wasting it. Right. Right. And you know, the flip side of that is, um, I think it was Brian Tracy or, or one of the big, um, self-help people long time ago when he wrote a book, he said something like always invest. I can't remember if it was 1%, 2% or 3% of your income back into yourself. Right. And so, you know, I was, I was thinking about before we jumped on today, one of those things that you don't think about, about what you did on your journey for me, I'm, I made it, I made it a priority. I made it like, like this was a non-negotiable to me, even yeah. when I had no money and I right. was like, I was struggling. I was really struggling. Uh, I've always kept an audible membership because okay. it, it's something that's, I don't remember how much it is. I think it's like $16 a month. It's really not much, right? but it's just that little investment in yourself. And mm -hmm. it's, the way that that knowledge has compounded for me has been astronomical. Okay. And so I think we don't necessarily think about investing money in ourselves like that, mm -hmm. but if you're in like a dead end career and you need to get out, invest a little bit. I'm not talking about go get a new college degree for 40 grand. I'm talking right, about, right. can you afford a hundred dollars to learn the skills to get out of your rut and move towards something that's going to give you some momentum, give you a higher salary. Right. Those are the kinds of things that maybe are a little bit outside the box that right. people can consider. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Well, Andrew, this has been incredible, man. Lots of great insight here. I think the, 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 uh, want to remind the listeners, go to the show notes to check out ways to connect with Andrew, what he's doing there. Cause I think your newsletter or the e-letter rather unbelievable way to learn about the stock market, stock market and to grow your personal knowledge and uh, to be, to be able to be in a position to build wealth. So any other ways you like for your listeners to connect with you, man? I mean, you could listen to our podcast if it's something that you're interested in the investing for beginners podcast, your path to financial freedom. Um, we're all over the place too, but that's, that's yep. a good place to start. Yep. Check, check the show notes out guys. Now, all the links will be there for the investing for beginners podcast. I'm a regular listener of that show been blessed enough to actually be on it. So, I mean, he, he ran through a spell where he was really hurting for guests. So they asked me to be on, uh, just, but it was, a, it was a case. It was a blessing to be on that show. So guys, thank you for listening to this one. If you like it, share this with those other lines out there, you know, get it out there. Do not keep this in your pocket because we, we need to be able to, uh, to get that to brothers that, that need to hear this message, you know, cause there, there's so many of us out there that feel like we're alone. Or not. I mean, Andrew and I, we got connected through podcasting 
you know, and through that, it's been, it's led to this friendship. Now we're, we're doing this podcast together. I mean, it's wonderful what, what God will do when you open your heart up and you share it with a brother. So, I mean, go out there, give us a five-star rating, write a review, go to the line within.us, check out our website for all the resources, everything that you need to connect with us from our coaching uh, to the Bible study, everything that's out there. So guys make this a great week. No, now you, now you know how to get rich and get, ah. there you go. So, and now go out and unleash the lion within. Thank <laughs> you.